to my Facebook live call tonight. And I'm talking about Chase, Ryan, Dare, and what those things mean. Those are things I did and what they, how they changed my life. Um, for those of you that do not know me, I've been involved in network marketing for over 40 years. I'm the person that sold a junk truck to get started in this business. And for the last 20, almost 28 years now, I've been full time. Now, I'm going to talk about something actually that I was asked to uh, do a training for the ANMP that's going to happen this weekend. I posted it on my page, Veronica in Arkansas. Nice to see you. Hope you're doing well. John in Baltimore. Nice to see you. So, um, Anyway, but this weekend I, um, they will have the ANMP, that's Association of Network Marketing Professionals, uh, Georgia, New York, nice to see you. Um, they're going to have their virtual event this weekend and you can get a ticket and, and hear uh, from the best of the best, right? So I'm one of the speakers on that. And uh, anyway, so... That's going to be exciting. Again, it's on my page. If you haven't seen it, you can find that link. Maria, nice to see you in Texas. Nice to see you. And Elisa in the Philippines. Nice to see you. So, um, when I was asked, you know, to share something that might be helpful to the audience for this weekend at the ANMP event that we're going to have. I chose this very uh, subject because I was thinking, you know, what are some of the most important things that I did do in my network marketing business that had massive uh, success? And it just came out of me naturally, chase, run, and dare. Those were the three things that were major breakthroughs in my career in network marketing. So briefly, I'm going to go over these real quick because I promised my youngest son, he says, Daddy, I want you to just come and see, you know, Caribbean Pirates number three. We're going to watch it together. I said, okay, but I got to do this live. Normally I do this at nine o'clock, but I was on a conference call and I couldn't, you know, I was, I was busy doing that. So I'm late, but it's okay, but I'm here now. So, but here's the thing. When I started my business, and we're going to talk about Chase, Run, and Dare, Chase was the first thing I did. When I made a commitment to doing this business in my last company, and that was 20, you know, almost 22 years ago, um, it's easier to build fast than it is slow. Slow is torture. Fast is much better. But I had to, that meant I had to chase the business. And so that I, I had this, this saying that I went from ache to faint from the very time I started. When I started almost 22 years ago, I hit it hard for 90 days. You know, the great thing about 90 days is you can do it anytime. I don't care if you've been in your company for two years or three years or whatever. You can do a 90-day run anytime you choose to do it. It's just I chose to do it at that time. And, um, and so... So, so at that time I said, okay, I'm gonna, it's easier to run fast than it is slow. And I'm gonna go from eight to faint. I mean, where I wanna be, I wanna, be, I wanna get there as fast as I can. And so 
And that's what I did. After 90 days, I had 800 people in my team. I did not bring over a downline. I started pounding that phone. And if you would have saw a picture of me sitting at this old desk, this old wooden desk, I didn't even have a computer on it. It wasn't until a year later after that I bought a computer. So I was using my contact list and using my, my phone and my phone skills and talking to people and getting them to look at my business, chasing my business. Now here's the thing, when you're chasing your business, you're gonna have people that are gonna call you, hey Mindy, nice to see you. Uh, they're gonna call you and they're gonna say, hey, hey man, I got something I want you to look at, man. It's this new company that just launched. They have a compensation plan that is second to none. You know those second to none expressions? They're so overused, right? Uh, anyway, and when I would get those phone calls, I would say, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. Listen, listen. Hey, you know you can never be successful if you're not focused, right? Yeah, yeah, that, well, I'm focused, I'm focused. And I can't spend my time looking at what you want to show me because then I'm not focused. I can't get good at this if I'm trying to look at what you got. And on top of that, I've got people in my team that need my time. That's stealing from them if I'm giving you that time. Can't do it. So I wish you the best, but no, I'm not, I'm not gonna look at it. But I wish you the best, let's stay in touch. And I get a lot of those phone calls. And that was always my standard answer. Why? Because I'm chasing the business. I'm chasing the business. That's why horses have blinders, right? So that they don't see the other horses. I don't wanna see the other horse. I don't wanna see the other company. I'm not looking. I've already made a commitment, I'm gonna do this, so I'm gonna get it done, I'm gonna chase it. I'm gonna chase it like a madman. And that's exactly what I did. So that's the first thing that you have to do when you come in, and that's a lot of people don't have that. Oh my gosh, you know, they can't do it. They can't focus. They got anything distracting them. Things are, and things, distractions will happen, but I'm just saying there's more distractions today than there was when I started 22 years ago. You got a lot more. You got data coming at you nonstop, right? So the thing about it is you just got to, Turn it off, turn off notifications on your phone. You know, just, just get, in the, get in the groove and stay there and fly. And that's what I did. So that's the first thing is chase the business. The second, the second thing was run. This was the other thing that changed my life was run. Run what? Run through my leaders run through my leaders to find my leaders. So when I brought in people, I just had, I didn't have superstars. You know what, it, what it's, it's like playing cards, right? How many of you have ever played cards and you get this hand of cards, you know, you pick them up, you look at them, you go, oh crap, man. Why do I got these sorry cards? These cards, you know what I mean? Why couldn't I have been given a better hand than this? You know, well, good card players understand that's just the way it is, but it's what you're going to do with that hand and how you're going to play it. Now we're talking about skills and that's, you've got to play with the hand that you were dealt. And I knew that. 
And I knew that I had some people that were basically, you know, very average when it came to success in network marketing prior to joining me that, you know, in other companies they had been in, they'd never been really successful. So we could look at these people and we could say, they're weak, they're not good. Oh, why couldn't I have had a better downline than this? Just like we feel about that hand, right? That, the hand of cards we got. Why couldn't I have had a better downline than this? No, it's, it's, it's how you are going to work with these leaders that's going to determine whether you're going to take that average or what you consider not a good downline into a fabulous team. And so how did I do that? I did that through what we call tap rooting. And that is I would tap into their heads. And uh, I remember reading the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, right? And one thing he said in the book that more gold has been harvested out of the human mind than out of the mountains. You got to get in their head. You got to bring out the gold. I can, let me give you a couple examples. I can remember I talked to one woman. And I asked her, I said, come on, you've been involved in network marketing before in your previous company. You've got to know somebody good. You know, just tell me, I mean, who do you know that was really good? She said, well, I already did. I already talked to that person and she's not interested. And I thought, well, yeah, because you're not strong. You're weak. A weak person is not going to recruit somebody that is very strong nature, type A personality, successful uh, that person needs to borrow strength from someone who's a match to go after that. In this case, it was me. She needed to borrow my strength. And I said, what's her name? What's her phone number? Wrote it down. I called her up and I said, hey, you don't know me and I don't know you. Totally cool. But we got this mutual friend. She told me that she already told you about what we're doing. And I understand you're not interested. Totally cool with that. But I'm going to be uh, in your area. And I'd like to have lunch with you. Is that possible that we could have lunch? I will tell you more about what we're doing. If you're not interested, that's totally cool. We can be, just be friends. How about that? And she said, okay. So met with her and she was strong. I mean, all the defense shields going up and all that when I'm talking and all. And it just took time. I just friendly, conversational, taking an interest in her. Things like that. And eventually those shields started lowering, you know, and then boom, she said, yes, I will work with you. And then I called the woman in Canada and I said, what's your ID number? She's coming in. You see what I'm talking about? Run through your leaders to find your leaders. Now, what did I do with her after that? I wanted to tap into what? into that lady's leaders. Who are they? And, 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 so, and that's exactly what she did. She led me to them. After I tapped into those leaders, got to know them, started running with them, straight down, right? To their leaders, same thing. Let me give you another example, one more. So this one lady, she answered an ad and I, she was out of Hawaii and I detected an accent and she told me she was originally, yeah, I mean, she was Japanese, moved to Hawaii years ago. And I said, oh, that's, that's great. I said, so have you, have you ever been involved in network marketing before? Yeah, I have. Made any money, built a team? 
I did okay. Not, not nothing great, but I did okay. I said, oh, well, great. So she came in. I said, well, let me ask you. Her name was Yuri. I said, Yuri, let me ask you, uh, do you know anybody that's successful? Somebody strong, you know? She said, yeah, I do. But he wouldn't be interested. I said, why is that? Because he's already successful. Now, most people at that point would go, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, who else have you got on your list? Not me. Because why? I want to harvest gold out of the mind. And that's what I wanted. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, you know what? I like talking to successful people, Yuri. You mind if I talk with him? She said, well, he doesn't speak English. Do you speak Japanese? No. There you go. I don't guess we'll have that conversation. I said, hmm. And, and again, most people say, yeah, 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 you're right. Uh, who else have you got on your list, Yuri? No, not me. I want to harvest gold out of the mine. And so I said, but I'll tell you what. I got this feature. Uh, it's called three-way call on my phone. I'll tell you what. What if I patch them in, bring you on, you translate. Can we do that? She said, okay. And she didn't think it would go anywhere. Now, here's the other thing I learned. From How to Win Friends, Influence People, Dale Carnegie. Always pay somebody a compliment. They love that. So when we got him on the phone, his name was Tezuka. This is basically how it went. I said, Mr. Tezuka, it's so nice to meet you, sir. Yuri told me so many great things about you, your success history, what you've done in network marketing. I think it's so awesome. What an honor to be on the phone with you. Sir, there is a product that I want you to take a look at that we're introducing in Japan. And I think it's something that, you know, you could pro probably give me some good feedback about whether it's a good fit for your country. Is it possible that you would consider doing that? And the next word was hi, which in Japan means yes. And so the next thing I did was reach out to the general manager who ran the office in Japan. And I said, could you help me out with this man? Here's his name, here's his phone number. Could you invite him down to the office to show him the products as well as explain the compensation plan? And oh, by the way, here's the ID number of this man if he chooses to join. Well, he did join, he did join. And when I looked at my back office one day after he'd been in, all I could see on the left side were Japanese names going straight down and to the right of each name, 400, 400, 400, 400, 400. Yes. And I mean, it was a long list. You see, friends, taprooting is what it's what I call running through people. That you run through your leaders, people that you think are losers, people that you think are nobodies. Think people that will that are nobodies that you think will never be a somebody, right? I'm going to tell you the ones you think will won't. The ones the ones that you think won't will. It's really the truth. It's really the truth. And 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 so we we just don't see the value in some of the best people in our team. But that's what I did. I got this hand of cards, and when I looked at, it, I said. Oh, why do I get these cards? Okay. And then we think, oh, crap. Why do I get this downline? 
look at so-and-so. Always going across freaking stage, getting awards, right? Why can't I have a team like that? They worked with their cards. They showed they had talent. And that's the reason why they took average people and created an incredible team. And see, most people won't do that in network marketing, which is why they don't make money in network marketing. Because they want it to come to them. They want it all done for them. You know? So run through your leader. And again, how long do you do this? How long do you keep running through your leaders? You never stop. I'm, I'm almost 22 years into my team and I still talk to new leaders. Because that's how you build residual income. Otherwise, you're going to be out, you're going to have to constantly be sponsoring frontline, recreating legs. Do you really want to go through that? Isn't it much easier just to tap into your leaders and then just drive it south? I mean, just keep going all the way to China. It's much easier that way. Much easier. Plus, you're going to like your income. It's pretty powerful. The dynamics. Now, so we talked about chase, run. What about dare? Dare. That was the other thing that I had major breakthroughs in my business. May, I mean, that incredibly impacted my business. And that was that I would challenge my comfort zone uh, to get myself to do things that under normal circumstances I would never do because of fear. And so, so the thing is, I can remember that when the company announced that they were um, registering products overseas and South Korea was their first country, I thought, you know what, I've got to do this. I've got to find a way to get to South Korea. Now, I've never left North America in my life. I had a passport because I thought it was cool, but never been anywhere. And so I put the, put the word out to people that I knew. I said, hey, anybody know anybody in South Korea? Finally, a guy stepped over and said, yeah, I got an email address of a guy. He's a doctor, a networker. Well, I wrote the man, told him what we're going to do. And then I get this email back from him and I'm at a party. And it goes like this. If you want to do business with me, you must come to Korea and you must come now. And I thought, oh crap, man. Why did he say now? I don't know anything about Korea. I don't know their freaking language. I don't know their food. I've never been to Korea. I don't know if it's safe. I don't know if it's... And then finally, I just heard this voice, shut up, man. Get on your butt and fly. So I announced to everybody that night at the party, hey, I'm flying to Seoul, Korea tomorrow morning. That's what I did. I went right to the airport. You'd say, well, that's crazy. Yep, I agree. I'm going to tell you right now, if you try to be normal in this business, you try to fit in and don't want to stand out as somebody a little nutty at times, you're not going to make money in this business. Okay? You can't look good and make big money. <laughs> and But that's what I did. 24 hours later, I'm in Seoul, Korea. And, 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 and I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm walking into a different world. Never seen it, never been there. And, um, and uh, next thing I know, after going out, spending time, because he wanted to talk business the minute I got there. I mean, he had the poker 
<laughs> the poker face, right? You know, and and I said, listen, let's just go out to dinner. Let's have some food and some drinks, and I want to get to know you before we talk business. You know, interesting thing, there were other people in my company trying to get that same man. That's right. And some of them were offering some nice things. I won't say what that is, but, but you know what? We bonded very quickly because I created the sticky stuff, the, the relationship with him. He liked running with me. So next thing I know, we're in his Audi driving all over the Korea pen, Peninsula in different towns and cities. And I'm doing meetings and, and here, this guy's translating. I think, man, this is so weird. I mean, here I come from Tennessee and man, I mean, I'm just like, okay, I don't know. This, this language sounds so funny to me. And I'm over in this country and I'm running all over this country and this is weird, but I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And the next thing you know, he took me over to the island of Guam, which was three hours, three hours outside of Seoul, Korea, an American territory where he had a downline. And, and so here we're doing a meeting right on the beach, right? And, uh, and the, the guy that he, he actually trained, uh, he had a company that trained girls how to do island dancing. And he says, yeah, you guys need to come over here. I, I need some extra money, man, because all these girls, man, we have to bring in food service and stuff, man, and they're, they're keeping me broke. And so, and when I got over there and I looked at that beautiful Pacific Ocean, I said, this is it. This is it. I'm, I'm moving here. And I'll be close to Korea. Perfect. And it's an American territory. And so that I went home. My, my mother, she said, she said, you're crazy. You're crazy. I said, well, I'm just going to be gone a year. Well, I was gone actually five and a half years. And so that's exactly what I did. Got a beautiful place on the beach. And from that point forward, I put the word out to people back in the United States. I said, listen, leaders, I'm in Asia. Use me while I'm here. Who do you have in what country? And let's see what we can do. Well, I'll tell you, friends. I went from one country to the next. Next thing I know, I got another leader says, hey, will you uh, go do a meeting for me in the Philippines? We've got some people, we've been shipping products there. We haven't had our first meeting yet. Will you do it? I said, yeah, I'll do it. 50 people at the first meeting. Um, and, then, and, and then next thing was Singapore. Would you go to Singapore? Meet, meet uh, yeah, went over there. Next thing I know, we're doing meetings in Singapore. Then after that, she said, hey, don't go anywhere. I need you, let's go down to Malaysia. That's the country next to Singapore. Went down into Malaysia, meeting with people. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience. In the end, I ended up working 10 Asian countries, 10 Asian countries. And I don't know any of their languages. I'm telling you, what's holding you back is it's not your, it's not your circumstances. It's not the people you're talking to. If anything, it's you. And that's what I had to realize. Here's a, one other short second experience. I'm talking about dare now, where I challenge myself to do things that I would never do under normal circumstances. It's just not me. But the interesting thing is once you do it, that's the new you. And so, the company announced that they were going to open Taiwan. 
Well, I put the word out to the leaders. Who do you know in Taiwan? Because it's only a three-hour flight from Guam where I lived. Nothing. Nobody had anything. And I thought, I'll be darned. I'll be darned if I'm not going to have a team in Taiwan. I'm right here in Asia, living in freaking Asia. I have downlines in these other Asian countries. There's no way I'm not going to have a downline in Taiwan. And I thought to myself, what are you going to do? You don't know the language. You can't read that stuff. Mandarin Chinese. You don't know anything about that country. And I said, shut up, man. Just get on a plane and go. Here's the thing. You, you cannot do things by theory and just try to, uh, you know, come up with a plan or think about it or study it until you feel you know this thing. That's not the way you learn it by doing it. You throw yourself in the middle of it and you say, oh my God. And then all of a sudden it starts coming to you what you got to do. Oh, and only then will it happen. And that's what I learned. And so I hear I fly into to, uh, Taipei, Taiwan. I'm in a taxi going into the city, looking at all these signs in Mandarin Chinese. And I'm thinking, oh, I am so screwed. <laughs> How will I ever do this? And then I get to the hotel, check in. And then I thought, okay, what are you going to do now? What is your next move? And I thought, well, there's other network marketing companies here. Let's go to the New Skin building. I want to see what New Skin looks like. So I get in a, in a taxi. He takes me to New Skin. Big, beautiful glass. I mean, Taj Mahal. Beautiful, right? I walk right in and I see... All, all these tables and these Chinese around the tables and they got boards that they draw on and all that stuff. And they look at me and they're thinking my upline blue diamond from America. <laughs> this guy comes up to me that speaks English. I was grateful I found somebody to speak English. He says, are you our upline blue diamond from America? I said, no, no, man, I'm just a tourist. I just saw the new skin building and I love new skin and I just had to see it. And he says, oh, okay, cool. I said, let me ask you something. Now, folks, here's what I mean. You throw yourself in the middle of it. Then you start finding the answers and only then does it work that way. So I said to him, hey, um, do they have a magazine in your country that networkers read? You know, where they... They have people have ads and they have articles, training articles and things like, yeah, he said, yeah, 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 we do. Uh, what are you doing for lunch today? Nothing. I said, do you mind going to lunch? And then here's the thing. Do you mind showing me where that publisher is? He says, okay, I can do that. I said, awesome, man. Awesome. Get in a taxi on the way there. I said, Hey, um, I need to get a phone for this area. I need a phone number, especially to put in the ad, right? Now, think about it, friends. I don't speak Mandarin Chinese. When they call, what am I going to do, right? I, 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 I'm not even at that stage yet. I'm not thinking that way. I'm not looking for, for why things won't work. I'm not looking for obstacles or barriers. I'm just following. Again, you, th you throw yourself in the middle of it, and then you'll find the answer. So I said, I, can we stop and get me a phone? You, oh, yeah, yeah, we can get you a phone, right? Oh, oh, great. Got the phone, went to the publisher. 
I, I laid out, told her I wanted a full page ad, product, what to say, here's the phone number, here's, here's the website, here's the email address. Great, awesome, perfect. We hop in the car, said, uh, we go to lunch and I said, hey, would you help me uh, find a studio apartment? He said, yeah, yeah, I know where, I know a real estate agent we can go to. I said, awesome, awesome. And so we go and do that and I said, hey, while we're doing that, you know, do you know where I could get me an office to work out of? Yeah, awesome. Well, hey, one last question. Can you use some extra money? Like I need a translator, you know, someone that can translate English into Mandarin Chinese and vice versa. Uh, would you mind doing that? Well, you know I'm doing new skin. Yeah, 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 you do new skin. But you can make some extra money helping me out. How about that? Okay. Friends, the next thing I'm doing for months is hopping planes, trains, and taxi cabs in the country of Taiwan. I went in there and knew nobody. I knew nothing. I threw myself in the middle of that chaos and created music, created a downline. And then on top of it, because I, like, I'm a songwriter and uh, I've got three CDs on iTunes, uh, in the evenings I would go to piano bars. One man, his name was Vic, he loved for me to come sing there at his piano. He said, man, you, I'd pay you to come here. No, no, no. I laugh at him, but I would go there. That's where I met my wife. She came in to play piano one night. And uh, she was singing Nat King Cole. And man, was she good. And I said to her, I said, wow, you sing good. I said, uh, do you know what you're singing about? She said, no. <laughs> I said, well, you're awesome. You're awesome. <laughs> so I went into that country knowing nothing, knowing nobody. It's a no-win scenario from what most people would look at. There's no way somebody is going to... Well, you're talking to the guy that started broke. I had no money. I had to sell a junk truck to come up with the cash to do network marketing. So I am the no-win scenario guy. And see, there's lessons to be learned in this. And that's why I said, dare. Dare yourself. I found that when I dared myself, I had incredible breakthroughs, incredible results that changed my network marketing career. Had I not had that part of it where I, if I didn't dare myself and challenge myself, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know what kind of income I would have in network marketing. But these three areas, chase, that is chase the business, where you're focused, where you have urgency, a sense of urgency. Uh, you have an agenda every day. And regardless whether someone accepts your opportunity or not, your presentation or not, it's, it's, it's no consequence because you're resolved that you're going to make it. You chase that business like a madman. That, that was very important to me. It made a major difference in my business. But then run, run. That is run through my leaders to find better leaders. Run through those better leaders to find better leaders. Run through those be leaders to find better leaders. Major, major, major impact on my business. Third, dare. 
you know, Churchill said that success is not final. That's right. So I didn't want to break out the champagne and party too long, too hard, right? So then I dared myself. I said, you know what? Here you are sitting in the United States. Yeah, you've got a nice team, okay. But come on. You are playing so low. I mean, this, this is not you. This is not you. There are bigger things. There are greater things out there. And you're, 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 you're just sitting here. Come on. It's a big world. I dared myself, challenged myself to get out of that, 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 that fear that I was in, that I was afraid to go to other countries. Now, here's the thing, and I want you to learn from this too. Whether you go there or whether you learn to be wise, like some of the, my leaders in the United States that reached out, a lot of them never went to those countries and yet they're getting paid on those countries. They've been getting paid on these countries for over a decade, making fantastic money. See, it doesn't matter whether you go there or whether you reach out to your support line that does go there. It doesn't matter. You've got to challenge yourself. And you've got to break out of your, your limitations and be unlike yourself because that is your new self once you do that. It's really amazing. It's really amazing when you do it. So chase, run, and dare. Those were the three areas that made the most incredible impact into my success. So if you got some... Um, uh, yeah, Mindy's right. Be resourceful. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I relied on people. I sure did. And it's true. I mean, in any country, I, you know, one thing I learned was something funny that in Taiwan, uh, we had thousands of people at an event and I was on speech and man, I was hammering and the company had a translator, right? I learned a new lesson from that. Anyway, but I was on that stage hammering it, hammering it, you know? And then after I walked off that stage, I felt so good, man. My message was so, it was so on. I mean, so powerful. And then the guy comes up to me he, and he speaks English. He says, that was an incredible speech you gave. He said, unfortunately, you had a horrible translator. <laughs> yeah, you learn. You learn those lessons. So after that, I made sure who my translator was, that he was familiar with all the English words I'm going to use. I have no question about it. And I always went with my own after that. But anyway, you learn these things. You learn these things. So I'm glad you guys got on tonight. If you got value, you could share this. Hopefully your team will get value out of it. If you haven't read my book, Reaching the Peak, it's in English and Spanish, Reaching the Peak. It's on Amazon. Anyway, thanks for getting on tonight. Now I'm going to go look for my youngest. He's wanting my attention now. Everyone, have a great evening, and thanks for getting on this live call. Take care.